In America, we don't turn to government to restore our souls. We put our faith in Almighty God. You voted to make America great again. We are making America greater than ever before. And it's happening before your eyes. We will rekindle new faith in our values, new pride in our history, and a new spirit of unity that can only be realized through love for our great country. The American people voted to reject this corrupt globalism. This is the most important election in the history of our country. And yet, despite all of our greatness as a nation, everything we have achieved is now in danger. We will never give up. We will never concede. It doesn't happen. And when I'm reelected, the best is yet to come. to the Hip Hop Patriot. Jeremy Harrell. Probably one of the largest letdowns in political history. Just have fun. Keep fighting, God wins. We love real Hey guys, Ben Verquam out here in Round Rock, Texas at the 2022 homeschool con- Texas Homeschool Convention. We're here with our family. We're actually, it's our first year of homeschooling. My wife's learning some of the curriculum, but we're also talking to some of the folks here why it's important, especially now as in our current pop culture, uh, why raising your children and teaching them the values that you believe in is so critical, taking them out of public education. We've already seen some amazing stuff. We've been to several of the seminars yesterday. We're doing that, but right now I'm gonna go talk to some of the folks, some of the moms and dads, and talk to them why this is so important. Come join me. It's not um, public education, it's not teachers, as nice as they may be, but it was me. That was my instruction that God gave me, and that's what I want to do. And uh, how long have you been homeschooled? Since this one started kindergarten. All right. Probably even before. Yeah. Just our at home. I think it's homeschooling is just a part of life and what you do and the values that you have. So, but officially kindergarten. <laughs> what caused you to 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 decide to, to homeschool? Did you ever think about public school, or were you just? Oh yeah. There's a public school like a couple blocks over from our house. It would have been super easy. <laughs> but I'm I'm a second generation homeschooler, so that was just kind of what I knew growing up and it seemed like the right choice for us too. And I didn't want to get rid of them. I want to keep them with me. Yeah. Yeah, they're my kids. I don't want to send them off to anybody else. It's not the government's responsibility. I don't feel like it's anybody's responsibility other than us to raise and and teach our kids correct principles that they can grow in light and truth and govern themselves. I think at the end of the day, you know, me and her came together in our marriage and we brought these kids into the world and we have charge over them. God gave us that stewardship and it's 
it's up to us to raise them right. And, you know, when, when you have darkness in the world, you know, we can help them have light and be filled with light and show them the way forward. And, and she's an excellent teacher and I love to teach and, and we love our kids uh, the same amount. And who, who's going to put that kind of love and devotion into the kids more than us? And I prayed about it, and the Lord just basically gave me a few words and said that I was supposed to retire. <laughs> so I retired from a full-time job with the airlines, and that's when I started. Oh, there's just so much going on in public schools right now that just really doesn't sound appealing with the different agendas and um, things that they want to teach kids. I'd just rather keep her at home so I know what she's being taught, and I know what she's doing, and I know she's safe. So. And then also, just we have a Christian um, background, so, you know, we want to teach some biblical stuff, too. So it's pretty exciting. Ladies and gentlemen, that was our own Ben Berkwam at the Texas Homeschooling Convention earlier today. And, you know, Ben's not just a one-trick pony. He can cover a lot of different issues and a lot of different ground. He's a big boy. He takes big steps, old Big Ben. But what a what a great... Uh, convention. What a great place to be. And and I got to ask you, did any of those people sound out of their mind? Were any of them upside down twerking? Were any of them wearing next to nothing, strutting down the aisle uh, and the hallways while they were begging for dollars to be shoved into their pants by little children? Were any of them screaming at the top of their lungs with white jeans on while they spray paint or, or, or plaster red paint? all over their nether regions to, uh, to, to, to protest some kind of abortion. Were any, did anybody there seem out of their minds, off the wall crazy? Not to me. Not to me. As a matter of fact, every single mother and father that was interviewed by Ben at the Texas Homeschooling Convention sounded like a straightforward, very well-informed, very caring parent of their child. And homeschooling, by the way, is becoming such a big, big thing in America. Bigger now than it ever has. Bigger now than it ever has. When I was a kid, and, I, and it, just the way, it is the way it is. When I was a kid and I, and I was in school, we were taught to almost look like, and not by our parents, but just society. It, it was taught to teach, you know, that homeschooling kids were weird. Something was weird about them. You know what I mean? If any of you are my age, 40s, 50s, even in your 60s, you probably uh, recall that you probably thought that homeschooled kids were weird. Well, nowadays, ladies and gentlemen, it would be my preferred choice. If, we, if there were no uh, Christian schools out there that we were so involved in and, and, and understood that they were cared for from the minute we dropped them off to the minute we picked them up and we know what they're learning, that homeschooling would be the choice. As a matter of fact, homeschooling is probably my wife's first choice. Because just like them people, just like those people said, you get to keep your kid right there with you. Why would you want to take, ship them off to somebody else, and 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 be worried about what they're learning? Uh, homeschooling is a big thing nowadays, folks. And if you're afraid of it in any way, just know that there are online groups. If you belong, if you're on Facebook, which I'm not, but if you are, there are online groups in every state, and there are group, uh, networks of homeschoolers out there that would gladly gladly welcome you into their inner circle and probably right in your own very home uh, home community. So just, uh, you know, don't let your children think that homeschool or, uh, homeschooled kids are weird. And as a matter of fact, I would do as much research as I possibly could if I were you. If I had children or even grandchildren, 
And I would, uh, I would make sure to educate myself or my sons and daughters, if I had grandchildren, on the, be- on, on the benefits of homeschooling. Homeschooling is a great, great way to raise your kids. Folks, you are locked and loaded right here on this beautiful Friday evening, July 8th, year of our Lord, 2022. And I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. Coming to you from the Live Free or Die Granite State of New Hampshire, and it's a blessing to be here with you every single day. We have some birthdays, folks. A 13-year-old, actually, Hayden and Tyler Wakefield, a 13-year-old birthday shout-out. So probably twins, I would assume. Is that right, uh, Producer Eli, those twins? Hayden and Tyler? Well, they're 13 years old, so you know we've got to do it. They watch the show. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Tyler and Hayden. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, 13 years old. Wow, I remember 13 years old. I thought homeschooled kids were weird. <laughs> but fast forward 100 years now, and I, uh, I definitely think it's great to do that. Happy birthday to you youngsters out there. And remember, this culture will stay alive as long as there are patriots, young patriots like you, out there willing to stand up and out there willing to, uh, to protect other children in the name of Christ. It's a great thing. It definitely is. Um, one, we went uh, through Homeschool Study International, paid $2,500 a year for curriculum way before the Internet. So see that? It's been, a long, it's been around a long, long time, folks. It's been around a long, long time. I would like to let the Real America's Voice news audience and the Live from America uh, family know that there are a thousand ways that you can get engaged in this LFA revolution. Uh, if you want to, if you have Telegram, follow us on Telegram. And remember, every Tuesday, we do Telegram Coffee Talk Tuesdays, where you can call in and we record the whole thing and we put that on our podcast uh, network as well, rss.com, iHeartRadio. You can follow us on our iHeartRadio. Listen to both shows every day. Of course, you can follow our Rumble channel. We are now under 1,000. We, we need just under 1,000 to get to 30,000 followers on our Rumble channel, and you can get involved uh, there as well. And, uh, and of course, ladies and gentlemen, on Getter, we're there as well. Follow us everywhere. Go to JeremyHarrow.com. Get engaged somehow. We do a lot of different things here, and we help a lot of people out uh, by the grace of God and all glory going back to God. And uh, just see how you can get involved. And if you need to message me on JeremyHarrow.com, you guys can do that. Let's go to the Lord on this July 8th beautiful evening. Uh, here on Live from America and on Real America's Voice News, gaze at me and glance at your problems. Let me rephrase that, or let me uh, let me uh, say that again. Gaze at me, glance at your problems. This is the secret of living victoriously. I have called you to live supernaturally, and I have empowered you to do so. My spirit to help you fix your... Ask my spirit, excuse me, to help... Uh, you fix your gaze on me. John 14, 16 through 17 says, I will pray the Father, and he will give you another helper, that he may abide with you forever, the Spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive, because it neither sees him nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. Again, that is John 14, 16 and 17. And from 2 Corinthians 4, 18, We fix our eyes not on what is seen, 
but on what is unseen. For what is unseen is temporary. Or excuse me, for what is seen is temporary, but what is unseen is eternal. 2 Corinthians 4, 18. And before you turn out the light, invite my spirit to alert you when you are overly focused on your problems and to redirect your attention on me. Nothing is too big for God to help you get over, folks. Remember, all things are possible with Christ. Philippians 4, 13. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Please remove your hats if you're wearing one as we say the Lord's Prayer. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory forever. Amen. You know, folks, we have seen the power of prayer on this show right before our eyes. Some people ask, why do you, do ev- why do you pray every show? Why don't you just pray once in a while? Be- and it's a very simple answer because I put God first in everything I do. And we have seen the power of prayer come to life right before our very eyes here. And we're not going to stop now. So having said that let's get ready to have our first commercial break here on real america's voice news this is live from america from the live free or die granite state of new hampshire we will be right back have you guys uh you guys have seen you guys have seen and witnessed the prayer here on live from america the family uh it's it's phenomenal what has happened and uh and it's not only in the way of like uh Sorry, I have to fix a TV issue here. It's not only in the way of finances and, and, and helping somebody out of a hard time. We have prayed people back to health. We have prayed people out of depression. We have prayed people onto a path that they have never experienced before in their lives. Now, we didn't cause that to happen. God caused it to happen. We just asked on behalf of them. And we asked together. And we knew that Jesus was going to bless us with our, uh, with our requests. And it happened. And it happened. It's really amazing. It really is. Um, if you wouldn't do it, I wouldn't be here, says Joe. Amen. The power of prayer saved my son's life. Well, there you go. I mean, we have testimony right here, folks. Real testimony from real people. By the way, we were number five and six on the leaderboard for Rumble today. So if you're watching on Getter and you always maybe just sit there and watch but forget to come over to Rumble, sign in and give us a Rumble, please do that real quick and then you can go back to your other platforms. But remember, the Rumble sign is the little plus sign. That means you like it. We were number five and six on the leaderboard today. Two shows in the top ten. And that goes to show how incredible all of you are. So please like and share. I would appreciate that. This show has gave me a new look on this country, said Larry Reha. And Larry, I can remember... When you were very frustrated when we started, I remember how frustrated you were. I was right there with you, brother. But together, we got over a massive, massive mountain of problems. And I'm just so grateful, so grateful for it. Let's run over to Getter real quick and say hello to Lord Fish 69 Lord Fishy69, Drees Monkey, how you doing? Sunny Flower, or Sunflower 49, Pamela Hernandez, how are you? Love you and thank you for being here. Lindy Lou uh, says happy birthday as well. We've got Amanda Collins in the building. We've got Hooper Melissa in the building. Let's uh, fast forward here. 
For some reason, Getter's way behind uh, on my screen anyway. But anyway, oh, and Bev1958, good to see you. I love you, and thank you for joining in tonight, sharing and liking. We appreciate everything you do. Uh, Eli and I appreciate you just as much as you say you appreciate us. Nightly06 says, I need a shout-out, Michigan. Shout-out to Michigan, the Great Lakes State. Jeremy, you always give us wins and hope. I need that every day. I need it too. <laughs> I need it too. Why do you think I give it to you? I get it, so I give it, I pass it on. All right, let's come back and uh, get into the first and foremost. Here we go. And welcome back to Live from America here on this beautiful Friday evening, July 8th, year of our Lord, 2022 on RAV. Um, folks, there's a lot going on in the world. You know what I mean? You're going to hear bad things and good things every day. But the fact that you're hearing anything at all and seeing anything at all is a blessing and you should be happy. So like I said this morning, put that smile on your face and show your faith. Show exactly how happy you are walking in the light of Christ and in the grace of Almighty God. Nothing is better. Please lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp of the evening. And the first and foremost section, here we go. You know the old saying, Perception is reality. You've probably heard that throughout your life, right? Well, perception is reality. You hear it a lot in marketing and advertising. I know all that too. I know that all too well. I spent a lot of years in sales, marketing, and, adver- and advertising. And perception is definitely rea- a reality. And folks, um, as far as countries go, they live by that too. Okay, perception is reality. Why do you think communist and tyrannical countries put out nonstop, day to day, twenty-four hour, seven day a week propaganda? Because perception is reality. Why do you think North Korea, Iran, and all of these other people uh, hold their nuclear arms parades and their military parades with uniforms from 1947 and so many gold pins on them, uh, you don't even care what they stand for? Because perception is reality. Everybody wants to puff their chest up. Everybody wants to be something they're not. Heck, look at social media these days. Look at TikTok. Look at Instagram. Look at all these young ladies out there um, just putting themselves on display on things like OnlyFans. Perception is reality, and we know that all too well in 2022. And folks, the perception that I have always had uh, of America growing up in this beautiful country from sea to shining sea, I've lived everywhere, is that America was the strongest country out there, okay? Militarily, Uh, we were the strongest country out there. We had the best leaders out there. We had the best innovation out there. We were compassionate. We were the land of the free, the home of the brave. That was the perception that I always had when I looked at the United States of America. And around the world, if you look at any interview from anybody in any country, the perception of America, while we all grew up, was the same thing. Military might, innovation, never say die attitude, never give up. You know what I mean? A free people that freed themselves and made, literally, created the best uh, form of government that the world has ever seen. I mean, that is what the perception of America has always been. Unfortunately, that perception of America has now dwindled away, and it's dwindled away faster than I've ever seen in my life. Why? Because of Joe Biden, Kamala Harris, Nancy Pelosi, and the rest of the Democrat swamp donkey, communist Marxists out there, who just, they just exude weakness. Everything about them. There's just an aura around them of weakness and cowardice. You look at them 
and they are exact. If you were a bully in school, these are the people that you would bully because they show weakness. The perception of America around the world right now is not leading militarily. It's not military might. No, it's woke soldiers out there with lipstick and purple hair showering in the same bathroom. Transgender soldiers showering in the same bathroom. That's lowering the bar in the military so other people don't feel bad and out about not getting through the obstacle and not being able to do the same kind of PT as for, uh, you know, uh, freedom fighters. So the perception of America is terrible. Our compassion is gone. And the reason, and here's the thing, we have compassion. They would like, the, the, the Democrats and the globalists would like the world's, uh, you know, the world countries not to, uh, to see the compassion that we have. And look at the way they're treating the people at the southern border. But you have compassion and you have strength. And you have compassion through your strength. And if you're not powerful, and if you're not the perception, if you're not perceived uh, the way that we've always seen America around the world, you're not going to live up to that. Well, then we're, where do we go as a country? I, and I'm getting to a point here. And the point is this. The video today of Joe Biden reading the teleprompter word for word, literally saying, end of quote, next line. I mean, he's reading the teleprompter word for word. That's not even the worst part of the video. The worst part of the video is cackling hyena Kamala Harris and weak uh, Health and Human Services Becerro just standing there looking... Like they're just, I mean, they're, they're just saying, bully me. They're, when, when China watches this, they're like, this is what they, this is what they see. They see uh, a, a, a world leaders that are begging to be overrun. World leaders that are begging to have their lunch money taken. It is the sickest and most weakest display of America that I have ever seen in my entire life. Check this out. And listen to him read the teleprompter. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Women are not without electoral and or political or, or maybe precise, not and or or political power. That's another saying that you, the women of America, can determine the outcome of this issue. I don't think the court or for that matter, the Republicans. All right. Now, you probably paid attention to Joey Applesauce trying to fumble through his word salad there. He couldn't do it. I know. He never can do it. I don't care what you tell him to say. Everything he said is going to sound like this. I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international effort to pressure. That's not even the shocking part. The shocking part, let's play the video again, and this time, watch the two stooges to his left and to his right. Power. It is noteworthy look at that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast strong? the ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. Repeat the line. Does that look powerful? Women are not without electoral and or political or, or maybe precise, not and or, or political power. That's another saying that you, the women of America, can determine the outcome of this issue. Blah, 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 I don't think blah, the court, blah. or for that matter, the Republicans. Okay, so... Anyway, uh, my producer, in all of his awesomeness, was able to, uh, (laughs) he was able to uh, obtain some kind of behind-the-scenes footage of what the production team was going through when Joe Biden read the teleprompter perfectly, like word for word. Check this out. It is noteworthy that the percentage of women who register to vote and cast a ballot is consistently higher than the percentage of the men who do so. End of quote. 
Repeat the line. Dang it! Who put repeat line on the teleprompter? For the last time, anything you put on that prompter, Biden will read. Anything that you put on that prompter, Biden will read. Anything that you put on that prompter, he will read. But again, folks, they don't even care. They're laughing at us at this point. They have no care in the world about this. This is just a joke to them. Why? Because as long as Joey Applesauce will read exactly what they put on that teleprompter, then he's a puppet and he will do what they say. You know who won't do what they say? Kamala Harris. Want to know why? Because her ego will get in the way. And as soon as she became president, she'd start throwing temper tantrums and throwing her power around. And it would not be a good look at all. And it would not be a good look. But thank you to our producer for putting that together because that's exactly right. Dang it. Who put that on the teleprompter? How many times do I have to tell you? Biden will read whatever you put on the teleprompter. (laughs) It's a movie. We're literally living in a movie. And Joe Biden is literally Joe Burgundy. Joe Biden is Joe Burgundy. Unbelievable. Now, folks, uh, before, we, uh, before we go to a next commercial break, I want to bring up uh, what's going on right now in Canada. I want to go north to Canada real quick because I, I, can't, even, I can't even take the fact that we look so weak on, on, a, on a global stage like that. I can't even believe that, we, that the rest of the world looks at us like that right now because I know what I see when I look at that makes me want to puke. Makes me want to puke. Anyway, folks, remember when, um, when the, world, the countries around the world passed billion-dollar spending bills in order to stock up on COVID vaccines and protective gear, PPE, to fight the flu, which led to this global recession and which led to this global inflation that's now higher than Hunter? This is all the fault of these countries who wanted to funnel money through Ukraine and through other avenues so that they could funnel money back to themselves and say, we need it for COVID. You want to know how I know that's the case? Because Canada is about to destroy 13.6 million doses of AstraZeneca's COVID-19 vaccine. Not because it went bad. Not because everybody's been vaccinated. No. Because nobody wants it domestically nor abroad. And when you have all of these countries shutting off the COVID vaccine for kids, what are you going to do with all those millions of doses that you said you bought with all that fake money that you passed, which caused all of this inflation that you're calling Putin's fault? Putin. But nope, the Canadian government announced that it will destroy 13.6 million doses of the Oxford AstraZeneca COVID-19 vaccine due to lack of demand at home and overseas. But wait a minute. I thought you needed it. I thought the world was falling, Chicken Little. I thought the world was in so much danger. What about all of those countries that never had the white privilege that you say exists and couldn't get the vaccines? Why not donate it to them? Well, they're saying that a large portion of it is expired. But if that's the case, why do you still have it? Why wouldn't you just have disposed of it because it expired? No, the reason why is because they can't unload it at home and they can't unload it abroad, so they're going to have to destroy it. Never needed it to begin with as far as I'm concerned. Never needed it to begin with. Anyway, another commercial break here on RAV. Live from America, 
from the great state of New Hampshire, and I hope you stay with me for the rest of the show. We'll be right back right after this. million doses. Bye-bye. Don't need that no more. What a crock. What a lie. What an absolute lie. AstraZeneca was recalled in Canada after the first dose, Sharon said. Give the vaccine to all the Democratic Party. There you go. It's tea time, says Barbara. Amen, Barbara. Amen. It is tea time. And when I say tea time, I'm talking about Boston Tea Party. Time. That's the kind of tea I'm talking about. You can buy ivermectin at the pharmacy here in Tennessee. That's great. Elon Musk is terminating the Twitter deal. I heard that. I heard that. Expose and bounce. That's exactly what he did. That's exactly what he did. He's exposed them for who they were because of what he did to his friends, and then he bounced. <laughs> Twitter's so stupid. What a bunch of morons. <laughs> Oh, anyway, anyway, (laughs) case of the Bidens, it's Friday, here we go, welcome back to Live from America, it is July 8th, and I'm Jeremy Harrell, thank you for uh, tuning in tonight, and a big shout out to the Real America's Voice News streaming platforms like Getter, I see you all out there all the time, and uh, you know, it'd be great if the Live from America family and the Real America's Voice family kind of meld together in that Getter stream, uh, at 10 o'clock evening Eastern time um, for Live from America. Of course, of course, now on Fridays, we had the, uh, the great Ted Nugent at 10 o'clock and we're pushed to 11, but it's okay. We're still here. Anyway, folks, we need to move on. We got a big win in Wisconsin, which is uh, basically another election security feature that will help ensure that Wisconsin, at least, is never stolen from us ever again when it comes to um, drop boxes. Now, I believe there was over 500 drop boxes that were put in public, uh, public venues in the state of Wisconsin, none of which were legal, by the way. So I want to know, which I don't know the exact number right now, but I am working on that. I would like to know how many ballots were shoved in these drop boxes from the minute that they were installed to the minute that they were removed. I want to know how many drop boxes in the 2020 election and how many, uh, how many ballots, excuse me, went through each drop box because every single ballot that went through each drop box was illegal. And that is according to the Supreme Court in Wisconsin that ruled today that public absentee drop boxes in the state violate state law and they violated state law in 2020 just like we knew they did. And we had this conversation yesterday here on Live from America on the morning show. I had Mike Crispy on with me, and we discussed this. And we discussed the theft of the election. And we know, that, we know which, how they did every single portion. We know how they did it from the machines to the ballots to the drop boxes to the mules, every bit of it. We got it all, right? But the primary way they stole the election and the way that they would, they would be able to steal another election if we allowed them to is the ballots. The physical ballots, the mail-in ballots, the Dropbox ballots. They would never be able to steal the entire election with Dominion machines. They would never be able to, uh, to steal the entire election with Smartmatic. It has to come down to the ballots, folks. The ballots. 
So if we stop the illegal flow of ballots, if we stop the illegal drop boxes, if we stop the mail-in ballots and the ballot harvesting, it's pretty much impossible. That was our discussion yesterday, and if you missed that show, please go back on my Rumble page and watch that. But the Wisconsin Supreme Court today ruled that absentee drop boxes are illegal in the state. The court ruled 4-3 to three that the drop boxes can only be placed inside election offices. And since they can only be placed inside election offices as state representatives, as committee uh, precinct uh, men and women, as um, uh, managers... You guys have the right to be to have video cameras on them. You have the right to be there present because of the fact that they're inside the election offices. So don't just think because, well, they're just going to move them from outside to inside and they're going to cheat anyway. No, no, no. It makes it very, very hard and there's a camera on them at all times and you can have a physical person there throughout the day if you wanted to. But this spells horrible news for the Democrats, for the communists, Uh, in the state of Wisconsin, and it should spell horrible news for everybody across the country if everybody would do this. The recent documentary, 2,000 Mules, revealed how Democrats used the ballot drop boxes in several states in an organized national ballot trafficking scam and a criminal network that allowed them to steal the election. The movie revealed that hundreds of thousands of votes were stolen in the 2020 election using the ballot drop boxes, okay? And uh, Wisconsin's conservative-controlled Supreme Court ruled today that absentee ballot drop boxes may be placed only in election offices, dealing a critical defeat to the Democrats in the battleground state of Wisconsin. The court did not address the question of whether anyone other than the voter can return his or her own ballot by mail. Well, they should have. They should have because that's law as well. Hopefully they'll take that up and address that. Election officials and others had argued that drop boxes are a secure and a convenient way for voters to return ballots. However, the decision sets absentee ballot rules for August 9th primary and the fall election. So no more cheating for you, Democrats, at least not in an illegal ballot harvesting way through the drop boxes. Republican U.S. Senator Ron Johnson, who's been on fire lately, and Democrat Governor Tony Evers are seeking re-election in key races. So the court's 4-3 to decision also has critical implications in the 2024 presidential election in which Wisconsin will again be among a handful of battleground swing states. And resident uh, Captain Corn Pop defeated Donald Trump in 2020 just by under a margin of uh, 21,000 votes, four years after Trump narrowly won the state by a similar margin. What a swing, huh? Yeah, swing and a miss, Mr. I can't fill five circles. So what this does is it actually delivers a huge loss, not only to the Democrats in the state of Wisconsin, but it also delivers a huge loss for Rhino Speaker of the House there in Wisconsin, Robin Voss, and it delivers a big loss and a big blow to Hillary Clinton attorney attorney Mark Elias. But it's a big win for GOP Attorney General candidate Karen Mueller. So, um... Candidate Karen Muller, excuse me, uncovered during her efforts to get rid of the drop boxes that Wisconsin Speaker Robin Voss's comments on drop boxes were used in a national statement by Hillary attorney Mark Elias as a reason to allow for drop boxes in that state and others. 
And Mueller is now running for Wisconsin Attorney General in the state. She wants to address election fraud and COVID-related issues that have occurred in the state over the past few years. Mark Elias represented the Democrats in, his, in that state. His record of losses is now mounting up so much that even the Democrats are beginning to distance, him, distance themselves from him and Captain Corn Pop. I don't blame them. I don't blame them. But we're going to stay in Wisconsin, folks, because there was another big ruling that came down from the Wisconsin Supreme Court. Now, you would think that this is common sense and we wouldn't have to have a state or the Supreme Court of the United States rule on such ridiculous cacamamie discussions. But either way, the Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled today that dodging sex offender registries with your transgender name is unlawful. And I would imagine that most transgenders have some kind of sexual offense on their record. Whether they've been caught for it or not is another story. But folks, you've seen these people's chemical imbalance. You've seen the way they eye and lick their lips and lick their chops when they're in the presence of little kids. You've seen the way they brainwashed and indoctrinated these youngsters from putting dollars in their G-strings. Their people are not normal or right in the head. And that doesn't make me a phobic to say that. That makes me a person who is observant and who has common sense. What are you, a heterophobe? Why don't you stop being heterophobic, you bigot? Anyway, according to the Associate Press, the Associated Press, the Wisconsin Supreme Court ruled that the state's ban on name changes for, for people on the uh, sex, offendery, sex offender registry still applied to those who identify as transgender. The ruling comes after a case where a convicted sex offender sought a name change after coming out as transgender. Yay and was looking to dodge the sex offender registry in the state using the other name. Of course, he, she did. According to the AP, the sex offender referred to as Ella, E-L-L-A, Ella, 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 hey, hey, in a court records was six feet and five inches tall and over 300 pounds at 15 when he was convicted of sexually assaulting a disabled 14-year-old boy. The victim was 110 pounds, blind in one eye, and autistic. Well, there you go. After the assault, Ella, Ella, taunted the victim on Facebook and told other students what happened. <laughs> anyway, further victimizing the, uh, the child. But then, when, when, uh, when going to uh, sign up for the sex registry, the sex offender registry, wanted to, uh, wanted to uh, put his uh, transgender name. No, 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 Ella. You're going to put your real name. So a big shout out to the Supreme Court. Again, why we have to rule on that to begin with is mind-boggling, mind-boggling and stupid. But at least it's another win for the normal people and the good guys. That's right. I said it. The normal people and the good guys. Ella, Ella, Ella. A, A, A. Be right back with more Live from America right after this. Sick in the head individuals. Sick in the head, folks. No other way to say it. No other way to say it. And I'm not putting that in the same category as people who are gay because that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about transgender, trans this, trans. That is something that is wrong up here. Wrong up here and wrong definitely in here. 
Now, I'm not saying that I am better than anybody else because I'm not, but I am normal, and I am trying to live the way that God made me to live, and I think that says something, don't you? All right, I'm going to come right back from this break, and hopefully we can end a few minutes early tonight and I can get home to the fam um, and do some stuff before they go to bed tonight. So here we go. And you're locked and loaded right here on Real America's Voice News and on Live from America. And it's okay to say it's your new favorite show. I know that you got big favorites out there. Some of them wear ties. Some of them just wear T-shirts like me. Some of them wear hats. Some of them don't. But it's okay to say, you know, that Live from America is your new favorite show. You know, it isn't going to be a disrespectful to others. You know, just go ahead and admit it. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, the left. Let's get right back into it. The left. Just got done a three-year illegitimate investigation into foreign election interference, did it not? Did the left-wing Communist Marxist Party of America not just get done spending $50 million of, your, of taxpayer money to investigate foreign election interference and tied it to Russia and Donald Trump? Did that not just happen? Is it over now? Or are there still people with that rattling around in their heads that there was foreign meddling in our elections? I'm pretty sure that that just happened. I don't know. There's a lot of things that happen these days. But you know what I mean. They spent three years on this crap. So you would think, you would think that if any kind of foreign election meddling happened now, in any way, shape, or form, that the left would be all over it. Oh, they'd pull Bob Mueller out of the woodwork, wouldn't they? Wouldn't they call up James Comey, Peter Strzok, Lisa Page? Huh? Wouldn't they phone in a, a pencil neck Schiff? Right? Maxine Waters? Get them all in here. Benny Thompson? There's election meddling going on, folks. Now, if that was the case... Because they spent three years and $50 million of your money to investigate it, you would think that they'd step up to the plate. Well, folks, they better step up to the plate, I guess. Because there's foreign meddling going on in our elections right now. By the Mexican president. So it's not abroad. It's right here in the Western Hemisphere, folks. It's right here in North America. The Mexican president is telling Mexicans in Texas not to vote for anti-immigrant and immoral Governor Greg Abbott. Now, while I, I do agree, I do agree that I wouldn't want to vote for Greg Abbott either. He did win the primary, and much like we're stuck between a rock and a hard place here in New Hampshire with Governor Sununu, Texans are kind of stuck in the, uh, between a rock and a hard place with Governor Abbott, aren't they? They don't want him, but they definitely don't want Beto O'Rourke. So anyway, the Mexican president is telling Texas Mexicans not to vote for Greg Abbott. Isn't that election meddling? Folks, I think we need Captain Corn Pop to come out and have Kamala Harris stand on this side and Merrick Gardenome Garland, failed Supreme Court candidate, stand on this side. And I think he's got to mumble some words together. And I think he's got to stand up against this election meddling right now, folks. Where is he? I'll lead an effective strategy to mobilize true international depression. At least say that. At least say something. I mean, we can't have this. We cannot have election meddling, right? 
But Mexican President Andres Manuel Lopez Obrador is now meddling in the Texas gubernatorial election and telling Mexicans in America not to vote for the anti-immigrant Governor Greg Abbott for re-election. The Mexican president was slamming Governor Abbott for signing an order that allows state troopers and National Guard members to arrest and return migrants when they attempt to illegally cross the border, which Lopez Obrador calls immoral. Hey, guy, read our lips. We want to go way more, way further than that. We want him to declare an invasion and literally grab every man, woman, and child by the back of the shirt and the back of the pants and throw them back across that border. That's what we want. Is that immoral? Or is that protecting our country there, scumbag? Huh? What's the matter? Your mustache getting too big? Your words are coming out wrong? You sound like a coward. What are you talking about? Meddling in our elections. You ought to be ashamed of yourself. Quote, it's not his legal responsibility to make, actually, let's say it like he would, it's not his legal, uh, (laughs) let's not do it. It's not his legal responsibility to make that decision. It is something that, the correspond, uh, that corresponds to the federal government in the United States. Oh, really? Oh, I love when uh, Mexican presidents tell us how our laws work. I love that. That's great. That's amazing. Uh, have you never read the Constitution? Huh? Have you never read the fact that each individual state is like its own little country? Are you that stupid? Lobrador Opez said during his briefing on Friday, even though we are, uh, we are respectful of the sovereignty of other countries, we see that there are anti-immigrant campaigns for electoral purposes. I consider it immoral and political. You're damn right there's anti-immigrant uh, campaigns, but not for electoral purposes. To save our country, loser. How's your country doing, by the way? How's Mexico doing? How's Mexico doing financially, economically? How's your GDP? How's that working out for you? How's your border? (laughs) Anybody that wants to walk through your border walks through your weak and Swiss cheese border. You're weak. Your cartel is even weak. Ben Berkwam takes on your weak cartel every day. And they can't stop him because he's got the armor of God. You're a weak coward. And your country is full of weak cowards. What do you want from us? How about you stay out of our business? We'll stay out of yours. You continue to... uh, Go on a path to nowhere, and we'll go on a path to prosperity. Before you throw stones, when you're living in a glass house, you should uh, just kind of like ease back a bit, huh? (laughs) Walk through your whole country like it's nothing. What a loser that guy is. Foreign election meddling, folks. Where is Biden? Stand up. Stand up, Biden. But anyway, let's stay at the border for a minute. Because as you know, the Customs and Border Patrol agents that were found of with no wrongdoing in the horse whipping incident. Remember, the mainstream media ran with this narrative and this propaganda that border agents and custom agents were down there whipping um, Mexicans with horse whips and horse reins and running them down, trampling them to death, you know, like they did up in Canada. You remember that, right? Where they actually trampled people with horses? Yeah. I didn't hear the liberals running their mouths on that one. But anyway, they were found no wrongdoing. No evidence of wrongdoing. But that's not going to stop the Biden administration, is it? They're still punishing them. Even though there is no evidence of wrongdoing, even though they were cleared of anything and everything, they are still being punished, folks. And their punishment is going to be 14 days suspension with no pay and have a bad mark on their record. 
14 days unpaid suspension for administrative violations, including unsafe conduct and poor judgment. Found completely innocent, no wrongdoing, but yet the Biden administration doesn't want a black eye. CNN doesn't want even more of a black eye than it already has. MSNBC, Morning Mika, and Slow Joe. Oh, more. They got to, <laughs> they got to, they got to. We had to, we were justified in telling that story the way we told it. So this is a disciplinary action for something they didn't even do all for the Biden uh, regime and the left-wing media to save face. Now, 14, un, 14 days of unpaid vacation, I guess it could be a lot worse. But why would you want to work for this administration anyway? I'd bounce. But a lot of border agents and custom uh, agents have a lot more uh, love for the country. And they'll probably take their 14 days unpaid suspension and they'll just deal with it. But that's disgusting. It's disgusting that they're going to get, um, they're going to get punished and they did absolutely nothing wrong. But that, ladies and gentlemen, is the entire... I mean, that's the motto of the Biden administration, right? Punish people for what they didn't do. Look what they're doing to the people in the D.C. gulag. They're, they're making them cop out to stuff because they're forcing them to stay in prison with no due process until they give up and bend knee. Labeling mama bears and papa bears terrorists and coming after them. Knocking on my door to try to intimidate me while I'm doing a show. And I got, and, 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 and I'm not saying that I, uh, in any way, shape, or form, am being treated like some of these other people, but you get my drift. You understand what I'm saying? How are you going to punish somebody for something they didn't even do? I would file a lawsuit on the Biden administration, not only for the 14 days that you're not going to pay me, but I would also file a lawsuit on the Biden administration and say, I can't work here anymore. Take, a, take a, uh, a page out of the liberals book. I can't work here anymore because there's no safe space and it's just too much. I've, 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 had, I've went through too much uh, trauma. I can't work here any day I, I, anymore. I need two years off to, recoup, to, you know, to recover from these, these traumatic injuries to my brain. Sue the crap out of them. Get paid. Why not? They're sending billions to Ukraine to funnel money through them. Get paid. File a lawsuit on them for what they did to you. That is unfair. And... It's defamation of character, and it puts you in jeopardy and at risk of having one of these purple-haired street freaks show up and try to kill your family. We will take this country back piece by piece. We will take this country back for our culture. We'll homeschool. We'll do whatever we got to do. We'll rise up. We'll put on that armor of God, and we will rise up to the occasion. God has us here for a purpose, and it's not to lay down and die. One more commercial break, and when we come back, you're not going to want to miss it. Farmers rising up, people rising up when we return. All right, folks, I'm just literally going to come right back into this commercial from this commercial break, uh, right back into the show, because I think I can get out of here a few minutes early tonight, and I'm going to take that. I'm going to take that. Yes, Bannon was swatted. I did see that. I did see that. Uh, Jeremy has been to the border, but your resident has not. Amen. Amen. Been there. <laughs> been there a couple times. Not good, not good down there. All right, here we go. 
All right, folks, we're going to end strong tonight. We're going to end strong tonight. Do you remember when the Canadian truckers started their convoy and we in America were so envious? We're like, wow, we should have thought of that. And then we tried our own and it didn't work out so well because we didn't do it the correct way. And again, that's not me for in any way crapping on the, uh, on the truckers that did it here because they did a, a, an honorable and great thing. An honorable and a great thing. But we were more inspired by the Canadian convoy because it just it came out of nowhere. And I'm just as inspired by what is going on right now in the Netherlands. I'm so very excited and inspired by what's going on with the farmers and Europe rising up against their government. Now, ladies and gentlemen, I will say that uh, the mayor, excuse me, let's get the mayor um, of, I hope I say this right, Nim- Nijmegen, the mayor of Nijmegen uh, said no Dutch farmer will, allowed, will be allowed to enter the city and cause any kind of chaos or mayhem. No Dutch farmer will be allowed. No tractors will be allowed to come into our city and and jam it up and cause mayhem. Do you want to know what happened just one hour after that was said? Literally, one hour, maybe two hours. Two hours later, it it looked like this. Check this out. Two hours later, after the mayor said, you're not going to enter our city and jam our city up. Look at the farmers. You're not taking our land. You're messing with the people that literally grow your food. You dummies. You dummies. So, because that, because that mayor said there was no way he was going to allow that incident to ever happen. And two hours later, it did. Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. Dumb Dumb Award Day goes to that mayor right there, and I love seeing these farmers rise up around the world, but that's not just it, folks. In the Netherlands, in the Netherlands, it's happening now, too. The only difference is in the Netherlands, they have something much like what we have. They have undercover agents, undercover police, undercover people trying to, uh, trying to cause riots to happen, trying to cause bad things to happen, trying to cause an uprising so they can blame it on the people that are there that are actually protesting. And you want to know what happened? People found out that all of these cops were involved in their little protest and trying to cause a problem just so they could be labeled as something. And these people in the Netherlands are not going to take it. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm not condoning violence on law enforcement officials, but what I am saying is everybody sooner or later has a breaking point.
everybody has a breaking point. And you do not want to see what happens when the American patriot has their breaking point. Having said that, folks, that's going to do it for this week, ending July 8th, year of our Lord, 2022, here on Real America's Voice News, LFA TV in the building. Remember, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there is only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Have a great weekend. Be safe. I'll see you on Monday. Until then, keep a smile on your face. Keep your families close and keep spreading that gospel, everybody. Peace. Have a good weekend.